Hello everybody, welcome to BlankCurtainDude.com and this is Jazz speaking. Today we'll continue our chat on speech therapy. And now Blank, take it away. Well, alright, we praise God for our little helper. Hey there everybody, Blend from BlendCouragesYou.com here where we are here with the word of the Lord to help you to stay on the wall for the Lord. I certainly do count it a privilege and a blessing to be here with you on this, the 21st episode of our podcast. So as Miss Jazz so rightly said, we're going to continue our conversation on speech therapy. So please use this next few moments to grab your Bibles, your notebooks, a writing utensil, a snack if you'd like, and settle on in. Blank encourages you is coming to you with speech therapy part six that's what's coming up next we're going to get into our study momentarily, I'd like to address those who are landing on this podcast for the very first time. So since we are in Speech Therapy Part 6, there are five parts before this, and it's really to your advantage, if it's possible, for you to listen to the entire series in sequential order. So there are a couple of ways that you can do that. If you are listening on Stitcher Radio or on iTunes, Just exit out of this podcast, and if you go to the main list, you'll see where it says speech therapy, and everything is numbered there for you. So take a listen at those other five parts, and then you can come back to part number six. If you're on the BlendCouragesYou.com website, similar directions, just a little bit different, you can head out of this podcast, go to where it says series and studies, and what you should see is a listing of speech therapy along with the notes listed in sequential order for you to listen to at your leisure and then you can loop back to part six. Amen? Amen. All right, let's dig in everybody. So let's review our anchor scripture and that is, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. And that's Psalm 1914. Now, last time we were together, we talked through some examples of idle words as Jesus warned us about in Matthew chapter 12, verses 33 through 37. Additionally, the book of James, ooh, in chapter 3, reminds us how our tongues As small as they are, they are an unruly evil and full of deadly poison. And on top of that, or in addition to that, we bless God and we curse men with the same mouth. And James said, my brethren, these things ought not to be. So as we are 
attempting with the help of the Lord and will be successful with the help of the Lord to tame our tongues and to quench those idle words that we're saying. Let's wrap up speech therapy with some other examples of idle words that can get us into trouble. All right, so let's talk about some other examples of idle speaking in addition to what we talked about last week, starting with speaking too quickly, speaking too quickly. So we use this passage of scripture last time that we were together. It is super apropos. So um, I think it's a good idea to use it again. And it comes from Proverbs chapter 18, verse 13. And it says, he that answers a matter before he hears it, it is a folly and a shame to him. So with this passage of scripture and talking too swiftly, when we receive information, whether it be from or about a relative, a friend, a coworker, people in leadership, people in government, people in other countries, news stories, whatever the case may be, do we even stop to consider the victim and their side of the story. How many of us judge, jury, and execute someone based on one half of the story that we've heard? Or we judge, jury, and execute on opinion or on how we understand it. In some cases, what we thought we saw or what we thought we heard. What if people made their decisions about you on one half of the story? Mm. How many people have been wrongly accused and punished because of that type of behavior? All right, so quick case in point here. My little helper, Jazz, and her brother, Peanut, um, they were younger and we're upstairs in the house playing and I happened to come upstairs and find a drawing on my wall. Now, in this house, we don't draw on walls. I know that in some houses that may be permissible. In this house, we have paper aplenty. <laughs> paper aplenty for you to draw to your heart's content. So as I am looking at this wall and starting to ask questions. Of course, Jazz denies that she did it and she blames Peanut and Peanut says that he didn't do it. And we're going back and forth with this. And initially I'm looking at this and it does look like Peanut's handiwork and his little style. So I really started to go in and to scold him for writing on the wall. The Lord stopped me and led me to ask some more questions and to really look at that picture closely and in detail. Lo and behold, after a thorough questioning session and looking at that picture, it was Jazz who actually drew on the wall. And this little woman, she knew better. She was old enough to know better. And I almost, you all, I almost took dessert away from the wrong child. I almost did. So 
definitely we need to make sure as James chapter 1 lets us to know, James 1 and 19, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. This way we get the entire story. We talk to the Lord about what's going on. And then, and only then, can we make wise decisions and what to do next. All right, BCU family. So this next area is probably something that we have all, myself included, have struggled with from time to time. And that is giving and receiving of information. So this particular section of Idle Talk is entitled, It's Not Your Story to Tell. Let's go to the Word of God. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 13 says, A talebearer tells secrets, but he that is of a faithful spirit conceals the matter. Also in the book of Proverbs, chapter 26, verse 20, that says, where no wood is, the fire goes out. So where there is no talebearer, the strife ceases. So slandering, whispering, backbiting, all falls under the umbrella of talebearing. Let's talk about what a talebearer is. And with the research that was done here, it, it really goes back to Old Testament uh, because of the book of Proverbs. So we're talking about you know Jewish law and, and the Hebrew heritage. And, and what a talebearer was equivalent to was a merchant or a trader. So think about it. With a merchant, they were going around peddling their goods selling their wares, if you will, to people that needed it, people that wanted it, whatever it is that they had available at that time. A talebearer is really the same thing. If you think about it, rather than peddling goods for you to buy, they're peddling information. Mm -hmm. And not only are they peddling information, they are looking for information. Yes, yes, indeed. So furthermore, furthermore, in researching conversations that happen among our Hebrew brothers and sisters, when they are having a conversation that's of a sensitive nature, it is automatically implied that that conversation stay between those two, three, four, or however many people were in the group hearing that information at the time. There's never a time where someone has to say, oh, please keep this between you and I. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's something to think about. And thirdly, what I learned was is that gossip really does hurt three people. The person that is doing the telling of the gossip, the hearer, and also the subject. I've I've gotten this question. Well, what if it's true? It it, it may be true. Is it lawful for us to say it? Is it expedient? You know, the Paul says all things are lawful, but not expedient. So think about it. Is it something that needs to be said or is it idle? Is it idle? Is it your story to tell? So a couple of things came 
to my mind with the help of the Lord with this. And, and one thing was this, is that when someone comes to you, when they are looking for some advice or they need to discuss something with you, they don't understand, you know, this particular person or this situation or this thing going on at work or at home or whatever the case may be. And they're coming to you for a shoulder to cry on, for some biblically based advice or what have you. We want to make sure that that conversation stays between you and the other person. We don't want to go and discuss it with anyone else. A talebearer tells secrets, but he that is of a faithful spirit conceals the matter. So we want to handle people's delicate issues as if they were our very own. So that's number one. Number two is we also want to start deflecting or taking in gossip about people from other people. So pray for God to give you the words to say to shut that information that's coming to you that you don't need to hear, to close that down, to shut it down. We might lose a few friends. We may not get as much information as we used to. That's not what we're looking for. We are looking to make it into heaven. And I'll tell you this, that the word of God lets us to know in Romans chapter 1, right around verse 29, um, it says that those who are backbiters, um, those who are boasters, they are not going to make it into the kingdom of heaven. There are a lot of other things, whisperers. There are a lot of other things here in Romans chapter 1. Check it out, verses 29 through 32. It has a list of folks, and among them are the debaters, the whisperers, the backbiters. So we don't want to be named as any of these types of people because, again, they don't make it into the kingdom of heaven. So even if you're not doing it, we're not off the hook. Even if we're not the ones whispering, if we're not the ones backbiting. Also, verse 32 of Romans chapter 1 says, Who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but them who have pleasure and, and those who do these things. So you may not be doing it directly. If you are taking pleasure in it, then we are just as guilty. And BCU family, we do not, we do not want that kind of punishment, eternal punishment on our hands. So it behooves us to stop taking in gossip. Amen. So let's just keep in mind what the word of God says in James chapter three, that we bless God, even the father, and therewith we curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceeds blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be. James goes on to say, does a fountain send forth at the same place, sweet and bitter water. And we know that that is impossible. So we can't say sweet things about one person, bitter things about another. So with God's help, we're going to tackle this area and do better. Amen? All right, so tail bearing continues because it's not verbal for some of us. 
in this electronic world that we live in, yes, the world of social media, we have to be careful of what we click and what we share. That's this next area of idle words. So when you are out on the internet and on your social media sites, there are so many stories that are going around about people and things and situations. And if we're not careful, they can draw us in. I can recently remember that I had clicked on a story from a Christian quote unquote person who was talking about um, a couple a famous Christian couple that was splitting up. And immediately I'm like, oh no, you know, you never want to see anybody's marriage break up. And just the way the headline read, that's what it looked like. When um, I got to the story, it wasn't like that at all. It, it was pretty much the opposite actually. And the headline obviously was out there on this person's post to get your attention. So number one, is is that this particular person, of course, is entitled to how they want to do what they do. But these inquiring minds want to know type tactics. They're a bait to get you to read the story. Why even go there or post something that intentionally deceives the audience? My thought is, you know, we need to get into prayer about this when really this person's or this couple's marriage was just as solid as a rock. So I'm not sure if the original poster thought about what they were doing, but what does the word say? Proverbs 18 and 8 says, the words of a talebearer, and again, this was deceitful, are as wounds. They go down in the innermost parts of the belly. So I'm grateful to God that I investigated further to find out that that wasn't true. Others may have taken that story and run with it. So now I'm leery of this person and their posts, their credibility is shaky. And you know what? I've got to learn to leave that stuff alone. I thought I heard the Lord say, leave it alone, but I clicked on it anyway, out of concern, lesson learned. So with that, everybody, we want to be sure to let the Lord speak to us on what it is that we're clicking on, what it is that we're sharing and reposting. We may need to either leave it alone or do some further research, or maybe if we do click and read something, we want to just pray quietly to ourselves rather than broadcasting it again as the Lord leads us. Also, we want to watch what we repost in the way of profanity. I've seen posts that say, well, you know, excuse the language, but the message was good. Okay, so if you had a pizza and a rat ran across just the top corner of the crust. Are you going to eat the rest of the pizza? Is there a five-second rule there? No, you're going to probably throw that entire pizza out. So if there's some profanity, if there's nudity, if there's violence, if there's anything in that post that isn't good, that isn't of God, then we don't need to share or repost it. We don't want to promote the good part of something that someone is saying um, and then tell them to reject the profane message. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. That's found in Galatians chapter 5, verse 9. One other area to consider really quickly is uh, considering the source. And what I mean by that is, is that as we repost um, recipes or videos or, or whatever it is, take a look at where it originally came from. 
who is the person that you're reposting from? You want to check and click on their name and see what they stand for. And while I certainly don't expect that everything that is reposted um, is from a biblical base, sometimes there's good information that's inspirational or something to help take care of your body or whatever the case may be. It should be wholesome. And it should be that if someone clicks on that original original poster's name, that um, it would be someone that you'd want to friend. Pastor to friend. Someone that you would want your mom or your sister or your brother to friend. And while this person may not believe the way that we do or that they're saved according to Acts 2.38 and everything on their posts are not biblically based, are they at least wholesome? Are they wholesome? Are they edifying? That's our yardstick. Remember, all things are lawful. We might be able to do something, but not all things are expedient. All right, BCU family, as we get ready to wrap up, I've got to say to you all that this is an area, this is a challenge, isn't it? Because sometimes we just do these things out of habit and we don't necessarily think about it. And when the word of God comes forth to illuminate what it is that we need to come up to, um, it can feel very daunting. We do have a God. We do have a God that wants us to be victorious and he certainly will make us victorious. We just have to commit our hearts and minds and our mouths to him. And as we continue to study the word and hide it down in our hearts, um, we will not sin against the Lord. And that's what the scripture says. So um, we are going to wrap up speech therapy season one. We've got season two coming up. So stay tuned for that. This is Blen from BlenCouragesYou.com. I am so blessed that you stopped by to take a listen to what the Word of God says. And I just want to let you all know how much I appreciate you. Thank you so much for tuning in, for stopping by, for your love, your encouragement, and your support. It doesn't go unnoticed, and I am certainly praying that God sends you his biggest and his best blessings according to his will in the name of Jesus. So as we get ready to close out this podcast, I do believe I have some help in the house to accomplish just that. God bless you.